Welcome to the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast, a Ball Blast football production. Here are your hosts, Matthew Betts, Matt Okada, and John Helmkamp. That is right. You heard the man. It is Matthew Betts, Matt Okada, and John Helmkamp back with you all on the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast. Of course, we are part of the Ball Blast football family of podcasts, media, etc. Boys, I am so excited. We did a rookie mock draft last week. Ooh. We are officially on to, yes, three episodes oh. per week. Shorter yes. episodes, 15, 20 minutes, breaking down all of these rookies in detail. Everything you need to know to crush your rookie draft is going to be in this podcast. And if you want to watch us break down the film live on YouTube, Which go you to should. Ball Blast Football. Yes. Ball Blast Football's YouTube page. Subscribe. You can catch the show there as well. Before we get into it, tonight, we're doing the rookie profile for Javante Williams. I believe these two hooligans are B1. We'll see. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Well, uh, based off of the tab that I have open in our YouTube uh, screen share, which includes a picture of Javante Williams, I'm doing quite well because I love him. I am beyond thrilled uh, for this series that we're going to concoct here with these brief 15, 20 minute profiles. We're going to knock them out. We're going to go through some film. We're going to talk about them. I think these are going to be so valuable uh, for going into rookie draft season. I think this is going to be great. 100%. Quick note before we break down Javante Williams. If you guys want access to our scouting notes, they are all on ballblastfootball.com. We'll talk about it today, of course. But like, if you're like, man, I, I forget what John said about this guy or Bet said about that guy, you can find him there. Support the team at Patreon. Patreon.com slash BallBlast is how you get access to those. And our full profiles that are on there, their height, their weight, their production, the story of how they got to be where they are today, that's all free. So there's a free version. There's a little bit of a, a bonus uh, if you want to support the team. So check it out. BallBlastFootball.com. All right, fellas. We are breaking down Javante Williams on tonight's show, the running back out of North Carolina. 5 10 220 before we hit record john literally said if i could build a running back in a lab this would be it john talk about the size profile here for javante it's perfect when you have 5 10 220 um the the bmi checks out everything about that is great i don't love my running backs to be super tall because i want them to have the leverage when running through the offensive line i want them to be able to kind of scope and scout and kind of hide a little behind the offense alignment. I want them to have the lower pad level to attack the defenders that are trying to bring them down. 5'10", to me, is the perfect height for an NFL running back. 5'10", 220, you're looking at a running back that has the prototypical size and the prototypical weight to be able to handle a bell cow role and someone that's going to be able to run effectively between the tackles. 5'10", 220, to me is the perfect height weight combo if they possess the speed and agility to go with it which javante does so 510 215 i'd be fine with that's perfectly great but 510 220 to have that size speed agility combo now we're kind of hitting on all cylinders and we're looking like a real bell cow back at the next level yes sir the size i think to me is is ideal i like you just said love it absolutely he is 
a junior coming out of UNC. He is 20 years old. I pulled a little bit of the advanced metrics for him. Breakout age of 20.4, dominator rating last season of 30%. That is elite when you look at this guy's production profile. I mean, you look at the jump that he had from the year uh, 2019 to 2020. We're talking about going from about 900 yards up to over 1,100 on the ground, going up to 7.4 yards per attempt. And Okada, 19 rushing touchdowns. I mean, mm. we'll break down the tape in a second, but talk to me about that, about that production profile. Is that what you're looking for in a back that we can project in Dynasty to be a true RB1 for our rosters? It absolutely is. Uh, the yards per carry, bl- glorious, 7.3. Uh, the pass catching, pretty yes. solid quite solid from a statistical standpoint, especially the yards per catch. Uh, I don't even think it really tells the whole story of how good he is. And that's because he split some time with uh, another running back. In fact, that applies to all his stats here. Um, But the touchdowns really stands out to me. 19 touchdowns is beautiful. 19 touchdowns went on 157 carries, splitting a backfield with another top five running back. That is sweet. Yes. And we talked about it last year, Bets, or maybe it was even two years ago. I can't, who even knows? We've been doing this for so long, veterans at this point, truly. But <laughs> at that point, I think Trent Richardson was still in the league. True. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, rushing touchdowns is one of the stickiest stats uh, to me for running backs coming out of college. So 19 in his junior year with another guy who was very, very, very productive in that backfield is just beautiful. Yeah. And it's the efficiency, too, right? Like you look at this guy's game longs as far as his season-long totals. We're talking about a running back last year that, that carried the ball 157 times and the year before 165. So it's not like he's he's not entering the NFL with any workload concerns. This guy is fresh. He can take over uh, a job, in my opinion, and obviously handle it very well. You talked about the receiving. I just want to point out how good he is and how sticky his hands are, and it shows up on tape. We'll talk about it in a second. 55 targets over the last three seasons. He caught 49 of them. That is very, very, very good. You're talking about a guy catching 90% of the balls thrown in his direction. You love to see it. Before we move on to the film, boys, last couple of advanced metrics here I want to point out. 75 forced missed tackles last year. That is number one. Numero uno in the country. Better than Najee Harris. Better than Travis Etienne. Better than Michael Carter, his teammate. Better than any running back in this class. I know what we'll see it on tape in a minute, but boys, is is that like your favorite part about Javante Williams' game? Because to me, when I watch him, that's it sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, it's hard for me to pick something that sticks out because he's good at everything. So I refuse to answer your question. Okay, I will answer your question because Okada's an idiot. It is definitely <laughs> one of my favorite things about Javante. Okay. That's the same thing. I said. I'll say this. It is one of my top seven. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say it's my favorite thing. My favorite thing about Javante Williams is the fact that the first defender never gets him down. It is so rare that the first tackler, especially if it's in space, gets Javante to the ground. He is going to stiff arm, juke, cut, bury truck, whatever. He can beat you so many different ways that that first defender in space is screwed. They don't stand a chance. And when you're watching the film, you're like, okay, I'm seeing this one defender coming and I already know that he's out of the picture. So who's next? Like you're looking ahead at what his next move is going to be because you already know that that defender's gone. And it is a wonderful thing. Uh, also, just a side note, I, I just felt like pulling this up when you guys were talking, when John was talking about size, the guys in his range... 
So I, w- I, I looked really quick for guys within an inch and within a pound. Josh Jacobs, James Robinson, and Jonathan Taylor. Uh-huh. So that's, yeah, that's the body yeah. we're getting here, which yeah, we'll is do, nice. We'll do fire. That'll, that'll yeah. translate. That'll play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say something so weird. I was about to be like, we love Javante Williams' body. Okay. Yes. We do. <laughs> Look at this picture okay. on YouTube. Put that, can you yeah. please put that on the headline when you tweet this out? We love Javante Williams' body. Absolutely, yes. we'll do. Uh, Okada's going to pull up the film here. Before we get to that real quick, we're going to point out we are projecting based off of uh, mock drafts and things like that in the industry that in the NFL draft, we're probably looking at a day two pick, most mm-hmm. likely second round at the absolute worst. I'm thinking third round. If he goes in the second, that checks the boxes as far as draft capital for sure. In your rookie yeah. draft, we have it on the site here at the mid to late first. I think that's probably too late. We need to correct that. He's going to be, assuming landing spot is good enough and draft capital is there, he's going to be mid to early first, in my opinion, because the steam and the hype on fantasy Twitter and all those sort of things is definitely growing. Do you guys agree he is currently a mid to early first round pick? Uh. It's a mid probably in a super yeah. flex just because the quarterbacks and the receivers and the tight end are so good that it's probably reasonable for all of them to be drafted above him. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, we just did an industry or not an industry mock, a team mock where I got him at nine. 109. Yeah. So I was at 10 and my fingers are sweating. I was like, all right, yeah, here we go. Here I've, we go. I've, seen, I've seen mocks. I've, I've done mocks. I've hosted mocks. Where Javante went in the second round. Wow. Insane. Okay, so maybe we're just higher on the consensus. We league. are. That's, and that's what are. it is. Like I think this. I think mid to late is a fair average of where he's going to end up. I've got no problem taking him early. Like I, I'm good with that. But I think the consensus calling it a mid to late first, I think, is a fair assessment. I will also I say it. I would not take him above the top two receivers, the tight end, or the top two quarterbacks. So that automatically puts him at. F- Six for me. Okay. How many? How, how many numbers did I just do? I think something five. like that. I think he's okay. at six for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was trying. I was kind of uh, pretending to pay attention when you were talking. Thanks. All right. Let's roll the tape, Mister Okada, on the mm. controls tonight. So obviously, this is easy to do on YouTube. You can watch us kind of break down the film a little bit, but it's good to listen to in podcast form. But fellas, we're watching the clip here against Syracuse. Oh. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> laughable uh carrying defenders oh. on his back being able to create after the contact and like we said was the best in this class at creating after contact so and you're absolutely gonna miss. love him yep. yeah yeah every defender you're gonna miss the other thing that the we're gonna see one. here pretty soon yep. not on this clip but it, it, moving forward is him with longer runs so yes he had 27 carries of 15 plus yards last season alone that was second best in the entire country so we're talking about a guy that can pick up the tough yards. We're talking about a guy that has long speed enough to create in space. I mean, there, I feel like there's not enough positive. Oh, jeez, get downhill, Javante. <laughs> you love oh, to see us. So good, John. Don't forget that our podcasters have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, then they need to watch on YouTube. That's true. They are doing it wrong. They, yeah. they are. Do- oh, jeez. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is there a oh, mute John. button? We need to mute John. I'm not sure we uh. can. All right. So, fellas, talk to me about those are the strengths, obviously. We talked about him being able to create after contact, being able to pick up those long runs, being natural in the pass catching game. Any weaknesses that you see with Javante Williams on tape? No. I have literally one in about a dozen 
uh, bullets worth of notes. And it's not even a big deal, really. It It is, I'll read it to you. Can be a little bit single-minded at the goal line slash inside the 10. That is the only note that I have. Other than that, that? Ev- in other words, what I saw is that five sometimes when he's, when he's taking a carry from inside the five, let's say, he'll either pick his spot as soon as he gets the ball or he'll know the spot he's supposed to go, go to on that play. And he'll just kind of attack it without maybe looking for something else. And sometimes it's not the best spot, and so he'll get stuffed. That's the only weakness I saw, and it's honestly a relatively small one. Everything else that I have is glowing, and he is by far the most well-rounded and least weakness-having running back in the top end of this class, to me. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in a firm agreement on that. I his flaws if he does have any are so minimal to me like that watch on youtube please please even if you're listening go watch on youtube you you need to see these clips his power agility balance combination and then burst and speed to finish yep I, i mean he's he's so good he's just a very very good running back He's not Jonathan Taylor to me, but he is damn close. Uh, no one's Jonathan Taylor to you. Jonathan. No one's Jonathan I, that's Taylor. That's true. He's the one, was, one on my heart. We, we know I was, I was actually going to bring that up and ask how close he might be for you and say that for me, I think he might be a little bit more well-rounded. Now, the production profile does, n- does not quite match up because John, no sure. one does. No one so, does. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor so that's not even really a fair comparison. running back of all time. Exactly. From a production but, but from a tape standpoint, like you were talking about all the different ways that he, all the different skills that he has. My first note on him, incredible ability to mix every method of winning on a single run. Vision, yeah. cuts, power, trucking, speed, agility, all of them and all in a single run. Like there will be plays that you watch if you watch his film where you say, oh, he just found a hole that he shouldn't have found, juked a guy in the hole to get around him. Bursts through that hole to get to the second level faster than he should have. Trucks two guys there and then had the long speed to get the touchdown yep. all in one play. It's amazing. And by the way, as you were talking, they showed him at the goal line, bounce to the outside for a touchdown. Mm, there you go. So okay, that little weakness that you were talking about of him being single-minded. Saw the Maybe whole that was his single mind. Who knows? Bounced. Oh, that his single-mindedness is that I'm going to bounce this from the start. Maybe, but it yes. worked. But the thing is, when when you're 220 pounds, I don't mind my running back putting his head down at the goal line because I would rather my running back. Ah! That was that was nasty. I, I got to make an outburst on that one. He made yeah. an insane <laughs> catch, guys. This guy like, 30, yards, 30 yards downfield. Side to Betts' po- earlier point, by the way, the one thing that really does stand up, stand out about his pass catching jeez, oh, is that it's better than you would expect for his size. Like, there's a lot of other guys, like, we talk about Travis Etienne, and we're like, oh, he's a great pass catcher. And we're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense with his body. But Javante Williams' body, we're used to being more of a trucker guy, a little bit more of a squat runner. And for him to be this good in the passing game stands out even more to me. And here's the thing. If we're going to keep drawing the Jonathan Taylor comparisons, Jonathan Taylor, people were like, I don't know about him as a pass catcher coming out of college. And he had this single best catch rate in the NFL this year at like 94% or something like that. I don't have a number directly in front of me, but it was insane. He was targeted like 44 times and caught 41 of them. 
I think was the number. Javante is that type of running back where he's yes. 5'10", 220, and you don't expect him to be a third down back, but he can do everything for your team. And I don't even care where he goes. I'm I'm going to have him as my RB1 no matter where Ooh. he lands. That was Ooh. nasty. Strong statement. That but is a strong true. statement. I, I don't care. He's going to be my RB1 no matter where he goes. I don't care if Najee goes to Pittsburgh. I don't care. Javante is my one because he can do more better than any other. I will, I will say he is my clear one right now in what I would probably call a tier of his own. But I don't know if I can go as far as you just did in saying he's completely... Not not he is landing spot independent in terms of he can succeed anywhere, but I think okay, there fine. might be Maybe some places. Maybe if he goes to the Jets, okay, fine. Yeah, if, if he goes not, like to a really Najee, bad spot, and if Najee goes to Pittsburgh, if Najee goes to Pittsburgh and he goes okay. to the Jets, Najee might end up my one. But I had this conversation yesterday. I was guessing on someone else's pod about landing spots and about how much that should sway our opinions, and it was stated very well, and I like the way that it was hypothesized and I basically condensed it Ooh. into this statement. Hypothesized. Okay. I am fine moving players within their own tier based Indeed. on landing spot. That yes. is the way that I look at this. For me, True. Najee and Javante are in a tier to themselves. And I know that Okada feels differently, but I feel that those two are in a tier to themselves. So if Najee goes to Pittsburgh and Javante goes to the Jets, yeah, I might flip-flop those rankings, but still feel good about the two of them in their own tier. I'm not going to move players outside of the tier that I have them in right now based on landing spot. Uh, one other note I will add on the tape, just because I'm looking at all my notes as we talk through these things. Well, first of all, I will say that I have a specific note that he can take advantage of terrible blocking and still exceed, which to the point of his landing spot not every running back that we're going to talk about, even in this first batch of running backs, is going to succeed regardless of blocking, but he can. Agreed. But here's one note that I that I didn't uh, notice when we were talking about the pass catching. And this is one thing I think that separates him from a guy like Josh Jacobs or even Jonathan Taylor, who we know has the, a good hands and can catch passes. But Javante Williams is an excellent route runner. He is. I don't yeah, know if we've is. seen any clips of that on tape yet in this review, but he is oh, that was very crisp. Stupid. <laughs> that was uh, stupid. Go to YouTube. And that's, I'm not calling Okada skill. stupid. I'm calling that run stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, what the heck, man? What the uh, heck, Okada? <laughs> that is a unique skill Boom. that you will not see out of all the good pass-catching running backs coming out of this class or any class or even in the NFL. And he has that. So that will elevate his pass-catching, I think, to the next level. Yeah, I think those are all great points. I mean... I'm just sitting here listening to you guys talk. I don't have anything else to add. I agree with all those points. I think I'm not sure if I'm going to have him at one yet. You should. I know John's kind of already there. Uh, we're going to talk about another running back here soon in a bit, but he's probably going to be our consensus one based off of the way the consensus rankings work in Dynasty. So it's it's good to start with this guy. What's the lowest he could be for you, Bets? Uh, three at running back or overall running back? Absolute lowest three, but I honestly feel like two. Yeah, he, he's going to be our consensus one for sure. Yeah. So we love this guy. Compact runner, obviously good in both facets, passing and running the football. 
The guy's electric. The guy's fantastic. Best at breaking tackles in this class. Don't forget about the name Javante Williams. And if you're looking at your roster and you're like, man, I really need a running back and you can't afford to pay up for Najee Harris, that's fine. Get the 106, 107, 108. You'll be perfectly happy with Javante Williams there. Uh, absolutely love this guy. Fellas, hmm. we're going to close out this film breakdown and rookie scouting profile series, starting with Javante Williams. On the next episode, we're going to lease these as each as their own episodes. So you'll be able to catch these in a couple of days apart. We're going to do Najee Harris. He's the consensus for a lot of people out there. We'll break it down for you. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, we are the Red Shirts. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at RedShirtsFFPod and check out BallBlastFootball.com for all things fantasy football.